Welcome to this next edition of CTQ Smart Levers. Uh, so Ramadan, today we want to talk about another diet. We've uh, yeah. I've heard of paleo diet, keto, vegan. Last time, uh, you know, we spoke about the curiosity diet, and I'm really curious about what this culture diet is all about. So, what is culture diet? Right. So we are very particular about what we put inside our bodies and our minds. So the culture diet is more uh, of what we put into the collective minds of teams. So uh you know let's say you have thought about what your team culture should be and uh, you know we have something called as a culture manifesto that we ask teams uh, of different sizes to create but once you've created a manifesto which outlines what your goals are what your values are what your mission in in the world is uh many companies don't really know how to take that forward and uh, one uh, default reaction is to do behavioral training which is fine which is in its own place but there is a space uh, that culture needs for informal conversations for people to kind of rub shoulders with each other see their leaders practicing this culture in action and that's when it really sinks in that this is what we mean when we uh, mean by culture the kinds of decisions we take the kinds of conversations we have so um, now unlike these behavioral trainings you can't uh, force people to engage in conversations about culture i can't get get hold of you for 15 minutes and say all right let's talk about curiosity or let's talk about uh, being respectful to each other and so the idea of a culture diet is that we offer uh, it could be content prompts it could be interesting stories of be behavior within the company outside the company and we offer these to uh, you know people in a team for them to consume some people may consume stories some people may like engaging with deep questions uh, about culture and so the idea of a culture diet is offer these to people let them engage with different parts of the plate that they uh, enjoy consuming and over time this will add another very strong channel for you to disseminate and percolate the culture across your organization right so basically what you are uh, you know trying to say is make these uh, stories uh, keep surfacing from time to time uh, and let it surface uh, naturally so that people actually discuss about it because you can't really force people to talk about uh, these things and uh, that's how people so, start living the culture correct so just like if you were trying to follow a diet or someone in your family was uh, you know saying that i need to change the fa family diet to what we had agreed upon that we will eat healthy we will eat a little bit of sweets and so on but someone needs to get those ingredients put it on a plate and then offer it maybe you will still not force it down someone's throat but unless you put it on that plate uh, you have already lost the battle and the same is true with culture right so you know how have we been using this idea of culture diet uh, you know for ourselves or let let's talk about some of our clients how have we helped right. them uh, run this Yeah. So uh, once you have a culture manifesto and a starting point for many of our clients when they work with us to come to come up with their list of values, maybe they already have some values that they want to strengthen. Uh, we sit with them. We create this calendar for the diet, uh, which has these different kinds of uh, you know food items on the plate. In some cases, it could be setting up or using an existing channel and posting prompts on it, posting these well curated. stories from outside from within for inspiration these are great triggers for having 
uh, getting people together it could be your most recent uh, recruit it could be the, the most senior person in your organization and sometimes you have synchronous uh, get togethers where we will get people talking about a book summary or we'll get them to swap stories with each other so uh, in many uh, many of our engagements we of create this culture diet wherein we take shoulder the responsibility of working with people within the organization it could be leads it could be your uh, teams of hr and lnd ensure that the culture diet is pervading all of these different functions and then we ensure that the culture diet is served and it is refined and it is uh, you know the consumption goes up right right so uh, is it uh, fair to say that this is similar or analogous to what people call as the narrative you know the current narrative of the country is is like this because everyone seems to be talking about uh, you know uh, something right and it's all pervasive whether you are looking at different kinds of uh, mainstream media you know social media everyone is is talking about a, a certain uh, thing we are, are are you saying that we are using similar tactics for a different objective uh you can say that because we live in a world of information we live in a world where digital tools make it very easy to consume short pieces of information at regular intervals and so that we we are using it for more uh, benevolent purposes uh for you know for the the humans are the same so the channels that have evolved are the same the mechanisms of influence are the same so why not use it to promote something that the organization cares so deeply that they have invested so much time in thinking about the right culture uh, and after that they forget to reinforce it and that's where a culture diet can be so powerful it will keep the you know your the health of your organization to the level that it should right right and and uh, in your opinion who are the kind of people or what kind of roles uh are you know such where knowing about the idea or notion of culture diet and you know how to actually make that happen is very important for those people and those roles right so we can look at it in two parts the strategy behind the culture diet and the tactics of it uh, uh from a overall strategy point of view whoever is championing the cause of culture in an organization absolutely needs to be aware of something like this and use it Uh, and most uh, organizations the culture champion is your uh, founder is your cxo uh, who really cares deeply about it and sees the long term value of uh, deepening that culture so uh, you know the, the leader needs to be involved in setting that agenda championing that agenda of the culture diet following from a culture manifesto more tactically uh, you know there are several people in an organization who can contribute uh, formally the admin hr the traditional roles that uh, work with people uh, but we also have seen the role of uh, influencers within an organization this could be a, a team lead somewhere this could be someone who's very good at participating in hackathons and has a sort of a, a, a unstated uh, fan following in the organization so if you are the kind of person who you know Uh, takes ownership and you you lo- love the culture of your company you should also be aware of and contributing to the culture diet right so while i was uh, thinking about what you said and my earlier question uh, i'm also beginning to think that you know culture diet is more analogous to say the integrated marketing plan that people come up with Uh, while talking about the external market right where okay. you are talking about branding uh, you treating uh, you know you you're talking about the external uh, world 
here if you look at your culture as your product and your employees as your uh, customers they are the ones who need to uh, you know then be influenced then these are the kind of things that we have to do so yeah, that's so sounds... content content marketing and persuasion for uh, aimed at your employees all right on that note thanks a lot ramanand i think this is very uh, useful and as our friend baldrick from black cadder would say this is a cunning plan <laughs> <laughs>